Welcome to the WP Tonic Podcast, where each week Jonathan and his co-host interview the leading experts in WordPress, e-learning, and online marketing. Jonathan, take it away. Welcome back, folks, to the WP Tonic Show. It's episode 546. It's going to be an internal discussion between me and my great co-host, Stephen, um, and we're going to be talking about security, um, how you can make your site secure, the position of your hosting provider in security. It's all going to be about securing your own site, securing client sites. Like I say, it's all going to be about security. But before we go into the main meat of this episode, um, I want to talk about one of our great sponsors, and that's Kinsta Hosting. Kinsta Hosting is a premier WordPress hosting provider. They've been hosting the, um, the WP Tonic site for over two years now. Um, why should you be interested or for your clients? Well, if you're looking, if you've got a website, a WooCommerce website, a learning management system, anything that needs more performance, more go, you, you would be uh, advised to look at Kinsta. Um, all their sites are hosted on the Google Cloud. They provide fantastic support. They provide all the technical bells and whistles, latest versions of PHP, one-click backup, one-click staging site, all the things that you expect from modern hosting. Um, I've been absolutely blown away by the hosting they provided to the WP Tonic website and their general support. It's been fantastic. So if that sounds interesting for yourself or for clients, and it should, go over to Kinster, have a look at their packages and buy one for yourself or for your clients. And the main thing is if you do that, is tell them that you heard about them on the WP Tonic show. So Stephen, first of all, would you like to quickly introduce yourself to the new listeners and viewers? Yeah, my name is Stephen Sauter from zipfish.io. We optimize both the servers and the code that runs on your WordPress site. You kind of have to have both those things working in tandem to make your site blazing fast. That's great. Um, great company. We've used them ourselves. Um, our clients have been absolutely blown away with what Stephen and his team have been able to do around speed. Um, so, Stephen, where do we start about this subject on security? I suppose this this you know, there's the plugin side, there's the hosting side, and then there's the psychometric side of it, where you're dealing with people's actions, you know, spoofing all the rest of it. So I see it as kind of like three buckets. First of all, would you agree with that? Or you've got a different outlook to it? And and how should we begin if we, do, we have some agreement? Yeah, security is a little bit of a convoluted sort of world because everything builds on the next thing. And the way that, let's say, a hacker is trying to get into a site is just finding the easiest and path of least resistance to get into Well, can a I site. interrupt? I think we need to start with just what you've just said, um, is the hackers. Well majority of security breaches aren't done by some individual um it's done by scripts and those scripts you have people that can go to certain websites or certain communities and they can actually buy these scripts i understand um or they're freely available and there's a whole ecosystem 
around buying these scripts. And basically they come from people that are looking at WordPress code, WordPress plugins, the most popular plugins, or anything that comes under their radar and they find security issues or or ways that would allow somebody to actually get into a site and have administrative rights to that site. And then they are pushed upon these forums, websites, and then you've got a host of other people that haven't got the technical skills to actually find a security breach, but they have the ability to run a script. Am I correcting what I've just said first? Yeah, yeah, you're 100% correct. Um, and that really points to this idea that oftentimes when a website gets hacked, it's generally not a specific target. They're targeting sites in general and they just want to get into as many sites as they possibly can. The higher profile your site gets, the more likely it is that somebody could choose to target an attack on your site. Um, when it comes to security, I think the really important thing to understand is every site can be hacked. To say a, a site is impossible, there's no way into a site, is completely... Totally agree. Is, is a very false statement. The idea of security is that you have to make it hard enough to hack that whatever value will be derived from hacking that site, that that value is less significant than the time and effort it takes to hack. So think of a safe, if you have $5 in a safe, somebody may be willing to spend 10 minutes to get into that safe. After that, nope, like they're done. It's not worth their time or effort. Um, if you have $50 million in a safe, right? Somebody will be willing to spend years of planning to, of how they're gonna break into that safe. So the bigger your site is, as far as like more recognition, more controversial, um, yeah, more we, uh, we discussed data uh, you store, the more we, um, secure you have to make sure you have your site. Yeah, I was going to interrupt, but you, I don't think you were able to attend last week's roundtable show. I can't remember, actually. It all blurs into one. But last week, one of our stories we were discussing was um, President Trump's um, campaign website got hacked into. Yeah. It wasn't actually being run on WordPress, thank God. It was being run on another CRM system called Expression Engine. Mm -hmm. And um, But the same things apply, you know, but with a site that's so much in the public eye and um, is from somebody who, let's be fair, is extremely controversial, um, um, in a particular era that really gets people going, i.e. politics, um, that site has to be what is called hardened as much as possible. The problem of making a site is always a balance between hardening and usability because normally the two things don't go together. The more you harden uh, a particular website, the less usable it's going to be for the average user I not the person, not the public side, but people who are maintaining the website, putting content on the website, um, the general backend users is going to be less convenient. Would you agree with that? Yeah, yeah, for sure. There's a, there's always a trade off between security and safety or protecting something. I mean, you can look at at an airport, right? As airport security ramps up, 
the harder and harder it is to get to your flight on time, the longer the delays and the lines. It's just how it works. A password, the longer a password is, the harder it is to remember or store or um, the more you have to type, right? It, things become inconvenient or you start locking down parts of the site, which means you can't do X, Y, or Z. Um, but it's really important because if you do get hacked, trying to um, unravel that can be a really hard process. Um, if you have backups and you have kind of some um, fail processes in place, like if that happens, what are you going to do? Then recovering from that can be a lot more straightforward and a lot simpler. Um, but I think a good way to think about WordPress security is kind of in three different buckets. Um, the, your site being the first, like your plugins and the people's username and passwords that are on your site. Um, and then to the server, um, what they call a WAF or web application firewall. So that's like what's on top of your server, dictating the traffic between the server and the WordPress site. And then you can go one layer on top of that. And you yeah, I think, I think we have need... it like by a, a domain or like yeah. what Cloudflare does, for instance. Well, yeah, that was, I was going to mention because, um, because Cloudflare has become um, I also, um, obviously, they provide um, increasingly a number of services, Cloudflare. I have mixed feelings because one of the, um, especially when it comes to a learning management system, is um, you're going to have, I wouldn't have, you know, when you come to us, because we know what we're doing and we specialise in learning management systems, the hosting and support of them, we know how to set up the caching um, for our clients. When, when you go to a more generalistic hosting provider, um, and I'm not including you, I'm sure, I'm sure you're, you understand this and your team does, but when you go to one of the much larger providers, um, they won't set up the server. So the, what I'm getting around to is that Cloudflare, when it comes to us, it offers another level of caching. So it can complicate things a little bit, obviously. Um, but I always understood one of the great things, especially the free service, is that um, it's a barrier to DOS attacks. So what what is a DOS attack? Uh, I think we talked about it a little, uh, one of the shows a little while ago, but it's essentially where a bunch of computers just try to make a request from one server or one site as fast as many times as possible to just overwhelm that site. And if that site gets overwhelmed, it'll eventually crumble. And, and I understand down. that- So it's cloud... not an actual hack. You're not getting access to the no, site. You're, you're just taking down the site. It, it's like somebody at your front door and instead of one guy, there's 15 really big guys hammering away at your front door. It will break it down. You know, one guy would take about, it was a big hefty bouncer type, you know, it still would take him you know, it's not film here. Big, hefty, secure front door is going to take up one person. But if you've got four guys hammering away at it, it's going to take a lot less time. But um, so, um, first of all, is um, I understood how Cloud Cloudflare deals with that. Is that it's got lists. It looks over its whole network and it identifies IP addresses that are involved in DOS attacks and then it bans them. Is that roughly how it works? 
when it comes to yep. a, a dose Yeah, exactly. So what you really benefit from Cloudflare is Cloudflare has a knowledge of what's going on across the entire internet. Um, and so they have, they're a lot closer to what traffic is being or where traffic is going on any given day or hour or minute. Um, so they can shut things down and protect sites a lot faster. They're also not on your server. So if somebody's making a request, they can stop that request before it even hits your server. If your web application firewall is on your server, then every hit is going to your server. So it can get overwhelmed a little bit faster. Um, now you have the software. Um, first of all, I hope you're impressed with my knowledge levels, Stephen. Yeah, it's good. There you go. You're getting high here. Uh, um, I'm only teasing him. Uh, um, uh, um, <laughs> he knows that. He's got a big grin <laughs> on his face. Uh, um, so the software, what, what's, I always get the term that you use in the software. Um, what was the term you were using? Software. Uh, like. Uh, like word friends like end, like endpoint firewalls or or a web firewall. firewall that was it see um that's the one word that's one of the things i might i think i'm correct when it comes to word fence they're running that on the actual server where so something like security um and we we don't use security ourselves even though it's a great product is that we run um another software um Wirewolf. Um, um, we use um, um, a company called Mailcare, and they provide a similar product to Security, but it's not on server. So the actual resources, it's not using anything like the resources of something like WordFence, where they're actually running that on your server. Am I correct about that? Yeah, so let's talk about the difference between like WordFence and Security, just because I think those are two good examples. WordPress is a plugin that you install on your WordPress site. So the security is actually being managed and handled by your WordPress instance. So as traffic is coming into your site, that WordPress as a plugin is looking at that traffic and deciding what it wants to do with it. Doesn't want to respond with the web page. Doesn't want to block that IP address. Um, how does it want to handle that? It's not actually installed on the server level. Right, it's um, it's installed on the application level, so the application being WordPress. Um, Security does two things. It does what WordFence does. It has its own little plugin that you install on inside of WordPress and handles these requests coming in. But it also does what Cloudflare does, and it sits above that, so they can monitor traffic coming into the site before it yeah. even hits so if you're not using cloudflare that that is one of the good parts but if you're using cloudflare and you can afford um obviously they've got the free version but i think the free version they don't do the firewall bit with the free version i think you have to pay that but then it, it's fair value i'm not saying but you probably can get if you look around, you probably can get a service that's external. And that's one of my, my and this is only my opinion. Don't get me wrong, listeners and viewers. Um, WordFence is a very reputable WordPress security company. I'm just giving you my honest opinion. That's why I shy away from it. And I don't personally feel it's the best solution. What's your thoughts, Stephen? So the nice thing about having a firewall installed 
on your WordPress site is one, it can be aware of some of the uh, like custom intricate sort of settings that you have on your WordPress install. So like if you have some sophisticated, let's say learning management system that requires some really interesting ways of handling traffic, uh, WordFence or the security plugin can better adapt to those kind of things because they understand your website more because they're installed directly on WordPress. Um, something like Cloudflare that sits outside has very little knowledge of what's going on on the WordPress level. All it knows is about the traffic coming in. And so sometimes you have to configure some things in a kind of a custom sort of way to make it so that traffic will work. Um, and it's a little bit more complex at times. Um, it's not specific to WordPress, right? It's specific to the web as a whole. Um, uh, WordFence has a really good uh, image of kind of how both of these work if you go to their site um, and check it out. Uh, the, the way that Cloudflare gets all of its power is by obscuring your server's IP address. So uh, if you're using Cloudflare, you have to change your name servers to point to their name servers and then um, you put your IP address or whatever to point to your server, but Cloudflare never gives that your server's IP address out to the end user. They obscure it and they have their own IP address that they give them. And so all that traffic gets routed through that Cloudflare IP address. If somebody would find out about your server's IP address, a lot of that power that Cloudflare has to prevent attacks and to stop uh, threats is circumvented because they've ha now have a I, I do see I do flag. you know this is a fascinating discussion hopefully we haven't lost a lot of the listeners and viewers but I do understand where you're coming from my only observation with that Stephen is is doesn't that really only apply if you had a knowledgeable um actual individual group of individuals that are actively engaged in trying to hack your site could, would that really make a difference when we're talking about just a generally purpose purchase script attack? I mean, it really depends what people are doing with those scripts. There's some, there's some very sophisticated mm. automated things out there um, and there's less sophisticated stuff. So, um, and it's hard to know exactly what's, what's going on right now at any given time. We usually learn about it after people. But are, in general, get, in, generally, but in general it's a good first layer. Uh, Cloudflare is a great first layer yeah. of security, but it should not be your only layer. If that was the no. only thing you were doing from a security standpoint, yeah. you would be kind of leaving your back and, uh, wide open. That would apply to everything we're going to talk about, but I'm just getting the impression before we go for a break. In general, you're more um, more generous towards word fence than I am. Would that be the correct stance? My, my feeling is that... Um, the correct way to handle security is primarily on the server itself. So the web application firewall that's on the server that's above um, WordPress itself. So WordPress, um, we can talk about this more after our break, but WordPress should, shouldn't be the thing that you're relying your security on. Your server should be hardened and should have security measures in place out the gate without having to worry exactly. about that, 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 That's something that... Um, Exactly, and I'm so glad that you've brought that up, which um, I've got some observations that I'm going to put to you about that after we come back from our break. So we're going to go for our break, folks. We'll be back in a few moments. LaunchFlows turns your WooCommerce website into a selling machine. We make it easy to create gorgeous sales funnels, no friction checkouts, 
order bumps, upsells, downsells, and much more. Gain full control over your buyer's journey from the top of your WooCommerce sales funnel all the way to the bottom. Best of all, you can use your favorite page builder, such as Elementor, Divi, Beaver Builder, Gutenberg, or one of the high-converting templates we've included inside. Get rid of the clunky WooCommerce shop pages and checkout process in favor of an optimized buyer flow that instantly increases conversions and makes you more money. LaunchFlows provides one-click order bumps that increase the total value of every sale with a 10-30% to 30% conversion rate. This is perfect for anyone offering complimentary products, training, or extended warranties. With unlimited upsells and downsells, your buyer's journey doesn't need to end at the checkout. Instead, we make it easy to display a series of additional offers as part of the original transaction. This is perfect for one-time offers, related products, mastermind class offers, high-ticket software sales, or subscription supplements. Not an expert? Don't worry. We've got the training and the consultation you need. WP Launchify will teach you how to get the most out of launch flows with personal consultation on WordPress, WooCommerce, marketing automation, and much more. If you want to earn more money with your WooCommerce online business, you owe it to yourself to try launch flows today. We're coming back. I've enjoyed it. So I keep I keep interrupting good Stephen, but um it's not to be rude. It's just um, I wanted to place my observation, but he knows me now. Um, but I think we've had a good um, discussion so far. Um, before we go into the second half of this great discussion about WordPress security, I just want to mention that we're doing a webinar, me and um, Spencer Forum. He's a regular on the WordPress Roundtable um, show, like Stephen. He's going to be doing a free webinar with me on Friday the 13th. Yes, I know it's spooky, isn't it? But I think we've got the experience to handle it, though, me and Spencer. Um, why should you be interested? Well, we're going to be delving in how you, by using the power of WordPress, you for your own site or for your client sites, with um, some freely available plugins and some very low-priced um, premier plugins, you can build a system that is the equivalent or better than click funnels, not only for yourself, but for your clients. And you can do that for a third or less of the cost of click funnels. And let's be frank about it. Click funnels is a great product. It's got some um, competitors as well that are pretty expensive. Um, it's a great product, but it is pretty expensive. And a lot of the templates now are looking a bit dated. We're talking about something that we can make really great landing pages and then build the funnels that are linked to the landing page all using WordPress. And we're going to be delving through how you do that for yourself, for clients, what's the best way of doing it. It's going to be fantastic. So that's going to be at 10.30 Pacific Standard Time on Friday the 13th. And how do you register? And you can freely register. Just go to the WP Tonic um, homepage. And in the top menu on the right, there's a button that says webinar. You click it and you can register for this great resource, that um, this great webinar we're going to be doing on the 13th. So back on to the story. So before we went to our break, <clears throat> you, you brought up something that um, is a hot subject for me. 
Um, and I'm going to tell you why, because you were talking about what that um, not only, but I still think you need to do basic security on your website, but you were also saying that it's really important that your hosting provider hardens the hosting at their, but on their side of the deal. Um, and this has been a, a real thing that I've tried to explain to clients big and funny enough it's been the bigger clients where they're looking to host themselves on Amazon web services or they're looking to host on Dig digital ocean um, or some of the other um, um, server cloud providers and they want to do it themselves Steve and, and I'm trying to explain to them that's and these are people that normally have come are from the Microsoft world, and they know a lot about Microsoft and Microsoft technology, but they don't know anything about the Linux world, Linux administration or hosting. And I'm trying to explain to them, and sometimes on deaf ears, that this isn't a great idea. Uh, first of all, do you, would you agree with what I'm saying or, uh, or not? What's your position of what I've just said? Yeah, if you don't know what you're doing, um, you can spin up a WordPress install pretty easily on DigitalOcean, let's say. It's not that hard. And, <coughs> excuse me. Don't get me wrong. When it comes to actual email or storage, I think these, I think these systems are pretty good. Uh, um, but yeah, you've still got to manage, really you know. But when it comes to host, uh, I just feel it's a totally different cup of tea. Yeah, and really out of the box, um, the default WordPress installation on DigitalOcean isn't terrible. Like, um, but you, there's still a lot of things that should be done and ought to be done to make sure that WordPress site stays secure. Um, so you need some sort of web application firewall. Um, kind of the two most popular ones are 6G or 7G now that just came out, or ModSec, which is another really popular um, Web application firewall and these firewalls will sit on top of your server or on your server really and as requests come into the server they look at that request and decide what to do with it do i do i block them do i send the data back do i strip some sort of strings from the url um, there's there's a lot that one can do at, to protect their site on the server level and to really configure that correctly to make sure that you're not getting too many false positives or too many false negatives. You really need to know what you're doing, especially from a WordPress side. So even somebody who is not very familiar with WordPress, they could do a general setup of what that web application firewall should look like. But there's a lot of unique things to WordPress in itself and how it likes to interact with the web. That having a deep knowledge of WordPress and what it needs to do will benefit you greatly. So if somebody wants to host their um, site themselves and own the servers of their site, I always say, go use a management uh, platform. Um, like Gridpane is a great one, or uh, Cloudways, yeah, or Cloudways RunCloud. Yeah. Um, there's several ones out there, and they'll set up a lot of these things well, you, if you, um, really after, you after this, um, after we finish with this, if you can send me a list of um, like the three to four that you recommend to and send it to me, I'll make sure they're in the show notes, um, awesome. which I'm sure our listeners and viewers, obviously Cloudway, 
is the, the, the they've done a fantastic job of publicizing themselves in the WordPress community. But um, like you say, you know that there's about four or five other ones, which probably um, our listeners and viewers are not aware of. But I think the other thing is that, um, that's got to be pointed out about this and why what you've just said is so important is that you can set it up, but this isn't a kind of concrete situation. This is a free flowing situation when it comes to security and servers, because um, the server world is very like WordPress. There are people actively involved in trying to find faults or security breaches in server software. Then there's a whole, because to breach a um, medium to large hosting provider is like, it's, it's the wet dream of hackers, isn't it? It's literally, apart from breaking into a banking or financial um, um, network, it is like the wet dream of these hackers to be able to say, we actually broke into this uh, well-known hosting provider and wreaked havoc, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And it's always like security in a hosting environment is always an evolving sort of thing. So you have to keep things updated. You have to be logging into your server. Um, and a lot of these things are done oftentimes through um, your command line tool. So if you're not really familiar with um, SSHing into a server and using command line to run updates or see what's going on, then it's probably far better for you to go and use something like Gridpane or Cloudways um so you don't so, mess um, up. if you, you want to go and try it yourself like do it with a site that's not a production site yeah, exactly. that you just yes. like it's a fun it's a fun thing to do yeah. and it's fun to experiment around with but i wouldn't put a live site that i was counting to be up and running and be messing around with that but i i, I get fed up with trying to do, you know explain to organization where their site is crucial and they're talking about trying to run it on Amazon Web Services, and they're talking about saving like three, four hundred dollars a month. And to this organisation, this is this is this is just peanuts. And the other people, um, you've got to get up to a certain um, level of traffic where you're kind of your thirty, your hundred dollar hosting from a, a respectable hosting provider doesn't meet your needs. You've got to get up to a certain level of usage or traffic. So um, it always it always makes me laugh that, um, that a lot of people look at this and in both instances, those are lacking traffic or those that get in tons of tra traffic, but they're normally much bigger organisations. It doesn't really matter anyway. And, it, you know, to me, you're just... Um, you're just exposing yourself to a, a lot of aggravation, which you could, well, the best people, you know, we all make mistakes and we learn from them, but the really intelligent people don't make the mistakes in the first place. <laughs> Unfortunately, I'm not one of them. Uh, um, uh, but uh, when I have made a complete cock up and a mistake, I do try and look back and learn from it uh, the best I can. Um we're going to go. Um, we're going to wrap up the podcast part of the show. It's gone quickly. Um, are you okay to continue this discussion for another ten minutes? I know you got a hard break, but you got yeah, another ten. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Let's let's talk about some of the most common 
Where so I think we need to talk happen. about some of the plugins, some of the things that you need to do uh, on your WordPress website for yourself or for clients. So you'll be able to see this bonus content and the whole interview on the WP Tonic YouTube channel. Um, I normally publish to YouTube channel the quickest, plus there's other videos on there. Um, We've been getting a lot more subscribers to the YouTube channel. It's growing rapidly. So go over there and you'll be able to not only to see us discussing um, the subject of security, but also the bonus content. So, um, Stephen, um, how can people find out more about you, your company, and maybe you, have, you, have you got some resources on your site about security? Uh, head over, yeah, to zipfish.io. You can run a speed test there, see how much faster we can make your website. Um, and there's a chat icon. You can ask us any questions. So if you're concerned about any security um, issues on your site or want to learn more about how to make it fast, um, you can schedule a one-on-one -on -one meeting with me and I'll review your site for you. And we'll talk about uh, Pathboard and how we can make it fast and more secure. Yep. And also there's a, there's a load of resources on Kinsta about this. And like Stephen, um, um, I believe what Stephen says 100% and also Kinsta as well. So they are both two great resources and Kinsta's got some great things about security on their blog area. So we'll be closing the show. Like I say, if you really want to support the show, there's two things. Go over to the WP Tonic YouTube channel and subscribe. That really helps of the channel. And the second thing, if you're re feeling really generous, is go over to iTunes and leave, a, leave us a review. It does really help the show. We'll see you next week with either another great internal discussion between me and Stephen, or we'll have another great guest. We'll see you soon, folks. Bye. Thanks for listening to the WP Tonic Podcast, the podcast that gives you a dose of WordPress medicine twice a week.